You are listening to Sparking Wholeness with Erin Carey, where we talk about all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey everybody, it's Erin Carey and welcome back to Sparking Wholeness. Today, I am sitting down with Carly Stagg and Chelsea Blackbird, who are co-creators of the School of Christian Health and Nutrition. Both of them have been podcast guests before independently, individually, and now they are here together. So let me tell you real fast about the School of Christian Health and Nutrition and what they do, and then I'm going to introduce them. The School of Christian Health and Nutrition is all about holistic health rooted in biblical principles, and they certify people who are passionate about health and Jesus to become Christian health practitioners. So Carly is a family nurse practitioner and functional nutritional therapist. So welcome, Carly. Thank you so much, Erin. We are both so excited to be here and just honored that you wanted us to share. Yeah, so excited about it. And then Chelsea is a Christian health practitioner and nutritional therapist. So the two of them combined, they they combined the best of their functional health training and clinical experience to offer this comprehensive program that fully integrates spirit, mind, and body. And I can't wait to hear all about it. Chelsea, welcome to the show. Hi, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me. I just want to make sure we have, since we're doing two people, I want to make sure we, you guys, you know, listeners know the two different voices that are going to be answering the questions. Um, so, but yeah, I love it. This is going to be so great. So first off, you know, why did, and, and either of you can and speak to this, why did you feel that there was a need for the school of Christian health and nutrition? Well, I can say that, uh, on my part over the years, um, I, I'm known as the Christian nutritionist and just in case your audience doesn't know that. And I've combined um, biblical principles with nutritional concepts for many years. And I, I had people coming to me over the years, where did you get trained? I want to learn um, how you learned, how you learned to connect, you know, God's word to these health principles. And I was like, well, I mean, I, I got my nutritional training here, but the rest of it is really God <laughs> just making these connections for me and just, you know, kind of, uh, really doing, doing the heavy lifting there. And so, um, I got so many inquiries over the years about people wanting that kind of education. And so finally, um, I talked Carly into coming on board and putting the school together because we really wanted to put kind of the best both of both worlds together. I mean, she's got a lot of experience as a nurse practitioner, a lot of both holistic experience and your kind of um, more, you know, mainstream um, experience as a nurse. And so uh, that's really how we kind of came together to put it together. Um, And it's just, it's been working out beautifully. Yeah, it really has been. There has just been such a, a gap, we feel like in the market in terms of nutrition, education and training it seems like you get all of the dry, boring basics, (laughs) like kind of packaged a million different ways, or you go to like the spiritual side and we wanted it to be both. We really wanted to create the best of both worlds and give people something really solid, like a very solid foundation in terms of how to practice nutrition, but also keeping the Lord at the center of it all. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think there's a big need for that. So I get so excited. I can't wait to learn more as we get into this, because I absolutely agree that there's a need for this. Um, even when we talk about things like grounding or breath work, things that a lot of, uh, people, especially from a faith-based perspective would be like, Ooh, that's woo woo. That's we're talking about new age stuff here, but 
wait a minute, these are things that God designed for us to be utilized in our bodies to find calming and to find it's just parts of the natural world that have been created to support us anyway. So, and you guys are including all those things. So before I go off on a rant about how important it is that you guys are doing what you're doing, let's hear more about that. And let's talk about the framework of the Genesis prescription. What is that? Well, exactly what you were saying, Aaron, is that we really focus on the way that um, God made our bodies in relation to creation. We are part of the creation story. Um, there's so much more to it. There's the sun, there is water, there is soil, there's earth, there are plant foods, there are animal foods. And we can't look at ourselves in just this little box. We have to understand the way that God designed our bodies to work in a symbiotic relationship with all of those things. And so that's where it really comes together. So we really believe that all of the best health advice is just right there in Genesis, right there in the creation story. And so the framework of our curriculum follows what we call the Genesis prescription, where we're going through each of these elements um, of creation and explaining and sharing how our body does work in relation to like the sun and the soil and why we need both plant foods and animal foods. And, you know, um, we really started our roots, both Carly and I in nutrition, but nutrition is only one part of what we're teaching. It's one module out of nine Mm -hmm. uh, because food is just one part of it. And I think that's a big missing piece of, um, you know, the current health industry. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that, Carly? Absolutely. I also think, I mean, I think sometimes we think, okay, well, Genesis, isn't that very simplistic health advice, but every part of like the complex, fancy functional medicine that I know, and that I practice also fits into that same paradigm. There's just layers and levels to it. So with our CHPs, we're teaching them like the bare bones basics, and then we're giving them little, like little hints, teasers, kind of ways to know how to do more or what to do next or how to refer people. So they have a very comprehensive framework and it's not overly simplistic at all. The simplicity in it is really beautiful. And that's the most beautiful part about it. We know that the Lord gave us these very powerful yet simple interventions, but there's also much more arch functional medicine. So it's kind of knowing your lane, knowing your scope and knowing how to ask for help and refer when you need to. Yeah. I always say, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no. I just, I think you're, you're right that sometimes we overcomplicate things that are, that can be, should be pretty basic. So, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, our God is good. He did not make our healing inaccessible. And so I think it is hard for some people to believe that something as simple as grounding your feet in the grass for 10 or 15 minutes a day, or even less, if you don't have that much time can be so incredibly powerful or why we need sunlight, how it can, um, you know, really, um, help balance our hormones. You know, we think of some, well, most people think of sunlight and getting vitamin D are aware of that, but there's so much more to that. And these are not hard things that you have to do. And so some, sometimes people really, um, don't believe it because it is so simple, but, Mm -hmm. um, like I said, God is, um, God is, uh, our mighty healer, our mighty provider, his provision is there and it's just ours for the taking. We have to receive it. And so I think, um, we're, we're bridging that gap between under, you know, that understanding that knowledge. So people are, um, just more aware of how to do that. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell me, what do you think most holistic health practitioners are missing as we're talking about how we just go like Carly, what you were saying, how you see in the functional medicine world, we just go crazy with the complications and the making it like all about nutrition or all about supplements or testing or whatever. What are, right. what are the things that, that we're missing most of the time? I see often that I think even like patients that I see or clients that I've seen are looking for like a shiny quick fix. Mm. And they're not looking for actual sustainable lifestyle change and lifestyle change does not have to be boring. Like I think Chelsea and I spend a lot of time teaching the implications of it. Not just like you all, everyone knows they should drink water, drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day as a starting point, like not the overly simplistic kind of rote memorized type of thing, but really understanding the influence and the way the Lord created us exactly perfectly aligned for these interventions to work beautifully. And the additional stuff, like I say, like the zebras versus the horses, all the zebras are awesome. Like the parasites and the viral, like chronic infection stuff and dysbiosis and all those sorts of things are really cool, but it's after addressing those basic things and spending a lot of time looking at your life and knowing that the environment that you got sick in is not necessarily one that you can heal in. And so really shifting your life to be one that's actually suited for healing versus trying to squeeze healing into your life with some supplements, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just like the example of gut health, which is where a lot of um, practitioners start, which is wonderful. Um, but, you know, first things first, you know, the inputs of um, sunlight, sleep, and um, even grounding and food are all what really are, are kind of the, the basis of what inform our digestive system of how to work. And so getting, um, getting those things in place, the sunlight is like a natural probiotic, getting <laughs> sun exposure on your body naturally changes and um, your microbiome. Um, there's just, there's so many things, you know, that people don't think of like that. Um, that are, are really important and kind of first things first, you know, mm -hmm. before we start diving into um, some, some of the supplements and, and more extreme interventions, as you might say. Yeah. I will say too, I think, especially for Christians, if you're a Christian health practitioner, it can be very tempting to just say, well, I do this functional medicine thing. And then like, I also have my faith and not really having the two touch. Mm -hmm. Like really, I feel like what I do is so much more powerful when it comes from like that very firm foundation, that grounding and knowing that the Lord is my compass and what I'm sharing with them is from him. It's not just something I learned and it's a compartmentalized thing. It's everything about everything that I do. It's like working with patients. It's in my, like he's in my life in every other way. Mm. And so I, I just feel like this is a beautiful way to incorporate the Lord into your work. Even if you already are a health practitioner, it just gives you a framework with which to be able to back up what you're saying, not just scientifically, but biblically. I love that you just said that because this is totally off topic, but whatever this is, you guys have been on my show before, you know, that this is kind of how it we goes it. sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, but really I was just speaking with, um, my couple's small group that my husband and I, we meet with, um, last night and I was talking, using the example of, you know, we were talking about, um, putting on the armor of God, right. And, and spiritual warfare and all of that. And I was just thinking about how, I oftentimes, because I think I have the, pro the solution to the problem, thanks to things like functional medicine and even looking at root causes and going, okay, well, if I just address, address this at the root level, 
And then I don't invite God into that. And even though we are talking about holistic health and as believers, our relationship with our creator is primary to that holistic health. It is so easy to just go, well, I know the answers because the science has it this way. I know the answers because I've done my research. So therefore I don't necessarily have to invite the Lord into this process. And so what you're saying is you are intentionally putting the emphasis on inviting him into the process that he created to begin with (laughs) to catalyze healing. Absolutely. And I'll tell you another really beautiful thing that comes out of it is as you go through this, there is such an immense appreciation for your body and for the Lord when you understand how incredibly intricate and purposeful, intentional that he made the body. And then also all this provision that goes along with it, all this, this, you know, these the outdoors really is just a healing chamber, um, in so many ways. And so it is just, we had, we've had one of our students describe it as, you know, worship meets education because mm-hmm. the entire time you just feel like you're you're just in, in worship and awe and, and gratitude for your body and all that it's capable of. And it's just, it's just kind of a beautiful personal experience, I think. And then also, you know, at the end, our um, practitioners will um, be able to influence others, which is really another, you know, the goal that we wanted is, you know, our, our overarching goal is to help God's people get healthy. And so the more that we have these Christian health practitioners out in the world, helping God's people get healthy so that they can do their good work in the world, that is really the ultimate goal. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important. So tell me a little bit about um, just some of the things you guys discuss. I know you talk about our water battery and easy water. What is that? That had me intrigued. So easy water is essentially like the living water (laughs) of our body. It's like our life water. It's essentially, we can think of water as either being like living or not. And so basically the way that our mitochondria work, our easy water will be in proportion to how well our mitochondria are functioning. So it's really just a very interesting concept. We talk a lot about hydration status and how easy water impacts it charging your cellular battery with the sun that helps promote easy water production. Um, even on our zoom earlier today, one of our students was joking that she, she ran inside to protect her easy water from loud jarring noises because your nervous system is really Mm. implicated in how much of that good charged water you have in your cells basically makes everything work better. And again, it's all part of the Lord's design. It's not something that's woo woo or out of this scope. It really is everything that he created. And that's what we were open to in, in creating the program. And when we think, you know, a lot of people think that we only get our food from energy. You know, if we when get nerdy and we think about food and how we get electrons from it and coming down the electron transport chain. I mean, we get really, we do get very nerdy in the school. Um, but also our electro electron transport chain makes water. Um, it is a byproduct in, and that water in our cells acts like a battery. It's got a positive and a negative charge. And, um, it is meant to be really, it's looking like that is more meant to be our main source of energy over ATP. Mm. Um, and so, you know, being, and, and we can charge that water battery in several ways by getting sunlight, um, and also by grounding. 
And so it's just really fascinating when you start putting all of these pieces together, things that do feel kind of woo-woo when they're all, <laughs> you know, kind of randomly. Um, but when you connect it with, um, the, with creation and the way that we're made to work alongside creation, that's just when it's like, which is mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's no way that it was, you know, an accident that all these things were created and, and it's just beautiful. Like I think of like an orchestra, like everything's working together so beautifully. And every time we're working on a module, we're just thinking, we're just thinking, this is so cool. The Lord is so cool. Mm -hmm. Look at this other new thing we discovered and how it connects to this other thing. It's just, we cannot stop nerding out. This is why we spend so much time working on this because we're so passionate <laughs> about it, but we yeah. see the beautiful connections between everything and connect those connections were intentional. It's not by accident. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so much of it, we have missed out on in our modern fast paced lifestyle where we're, we're wearing shoes all the time and we're, our water is questionable and we've got, <laughs> we're not getting sunlight at all. I mean, I last week was a crazy week for me and I had to stop and think, did I actually get out into the sun at all this week? And it was, I mean, I, I know the things, but for me to stop and check in with myself on that, I thought, Oh, well, no wonder it was a hard week. I needed to be charged <laughs> and I didn't get exactly. that right. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about, um, how you incorporate seasonal eating or even infradium rhythm in, into this, because those are other things that we don't normally talk about. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, ideally we're meant to, um, eat seasonally. It's kind of hard these days because there's just, we can get any kind of food at any time of the year, but just like our body is supposed to work in a circadian rhythm, which is in relation to a 24 hour day, we're really supposed to work also in an infradian rhythm, which is just a longer period of time. And for us, that is seasonally. Um, and again, the connections are so amazing, but you know, when there are more carbohydrates, more carbohydrates are available during higher UV times of the year. So late spring, summer, early fall, that's when we have more carbohydrates um, readily available. And during the, you know, late fall, winter, we don't have as many carbohydrates available. And our metabolic rhythms are really supposed to work alongside um, these seasonal rhythms. Our body can handle carbohydrates better when there is more UV light, UV, UV light, and don't handle them quite as well when there is not. And, and so um, that's just a kind of really basic way to say it. Um, but there are definitely more implications um, of fructose, which are um, found on, you know, fruits, which are found in the, in the summertime. And um, again, our bodies just don't process things. So, you know, it's not normal for somebody living in Minnesota to be eating watermelon in January. Um, the light that they're getting in their eyes and signaling their, their body and their, you know, their brain and their body that it's, um, the winter light is telling them it's January. The sun they're getting on their skin is telling them it's January. The food that they're eating is telling them it's July. Those are very conflicting mm. signals to the body. So again, we talk about digestion, um, and the, and metabolism and the way the body's processing food, we have to consider those, um, seasonal rhythms and that the way our body is supposed to work with the light to process food. Carly, you want to add anything to that? I just think it's fascinating. You can also think about the microbiome and how for eating out of sync with the seasons, how it could actually be feeding like more pathogenic overgrowths, that sort of thing. So we can get, we get functional medicine nerdy too. <laughs> <laughs> we go, we go into level two, but I really do think that 
a lot of these things are very, very easily correctable. We just don't know necessarily. We're, mm -hmm. we're told just, you know, like eat banana for potassium and it's, you know, the wrong season for it, for example. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think it really helps us to personalize health advice to this, like the place that we are individually, like geographically, seasonally, everything. And also just understanding that everything, everything that God created has time to it. Like time is a huge factor and the right timing is just as important as the right thing, the right dose, for example. It's interesting when you think about the impact of say the last hundred years and how we as humans have had to adapt to so many things that are not natural to what we've known for thousands of years, right? Like when you take away the, or when you factor in the overly processed foods and you factor in the fact that even the good plant foods are available all the time, everywhere, anytime. And then you take away the sunlight and the grounding and, and some of these other, I mean, it's interesting. I, I just think there's no wonder that we are seeing the issues that we're seeing because we're forcing our bodies into areas of unknown that they've, they've never been in before. Mm -hmm. That is the truth. And, you know, alongside that is, you know, light, like you were talking about earlier, having to get outside and you hadn't been outside in the light We're we're indoors all day long. We're hunched over our computers <laughs> we're exposed to blue light constantly. Mm -hmm. blue light is, um, it's a, there's blue lights, not bad. We're meant to get natural blue light during the day. It's when we're getting the blue light from our screens that it's isolated blue light. So when we're thinking about being outside and getting all the light, there's never just one, um, one specific light frequency. It's, there's a blend of frequencies, just like, you know, you might eat a, a food that would have a blend of vitamins and minerals. You're not getting something in isolation. When we get all that blue light in isolation, especially in the evening, we're supposed to be getting blue light during the day, not at night. Again, it's sending the wrong signal to our body. Our body thinks it's daytime because blue light is only present in the daytime in nature. And so it's telling our cortisol, oh, keep making cortisol, mm -hmm. keep making cortisol. So at night when we're supposed to be winding down, our bodies are just pumping out cortisol, trying to keep going because it thinks it's day. Um, and so there's just so many things like that. We're so out of sync mm. with, um, with our circadian rhythm, with nature. And it's just, it's to the detriment of our health. And so just kind of getting back to some of these, again, simple, but truly impactful um, lifestyle changes can mean so much change for somebody's health. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I mean, I just think all of it is, is so impactful. Tell me a little bit about um, the resilience of the body and the impact of nervous system on healing and how you bring that into the program. Well, y'all know, this is kind of my thing. <laughs> and Erin's thing too. She loves this. Love <laughs> it. Love Aaron's it. Thing too. And so I just, the reason that I felt so strongly about creating this and Chelsea and I both felt strongly about it for different reasons. Like we both had something we really wanted to bring like some certain topics. Like for her, it's the sun. And that like, so she was like, I really want to talk about this. And I was like, I really want to talk about the body's resilience. When I think about the way that most people are seen when it comes to seeing a nutritionist or seeing their doctor, it's a very disempowered point of view. And it's almost seen as like, your body is broken. We need to fix you. Here's this supplement that'll fix you. Or here's this medicine that'll fix you. Or here's this surgery that will fix you. But ultimately the only thing that you really don't need to be fixed, first of all, <laughs> your body's not broken. Um, but really true healing can only come from our creator and our Lord. And just 
tuning into what he has for us and the healing that he has for us and the ability that we have to thrive in our bodies. That is kind of the place that I want to share all the information from, not from a place of like, look how scary everything is. Everyone be afraid from a place of look how much impact we can have on our own bodies and our own health just by tuning into the way the Lord created us. That's ultimately like the place we wanted to come from with this. And also teaching our CHPs that when they're seeing their clients to deliver every, every piece of advice, every encouragement with just a, a spirit of kindness and gentleness and not coming from a place of trying to scare someone into changing or intimidating them in any way, just coming to it with a very humble heart and just saying, these are a couple of things I think could help you look at how this is backed up in the Bible and see how you feel and come back to me. And really just that sense of partnership and that sense of empowerment that a person can have to be able to impact their health. And we go into all the nerdy, like polyvagal stuff and all that stuff too. Yes. <laughs> all of that, just a little, just that, that little stuff. So we talk about a part of the neuro, Vegas nerve exercises, like Dr. Rosenberg stuff. We talk about sleep and sound. We talk about heart math. We're talking about all of the different aspects of it, as well as some of the like nerdy breath things hmm. like the nest or breath and oxygen advantage and those sorts of things. That's awesome. I love all of it. So <laughs> tell me also how you include intro to blood chemistry and hair tissue mineral analysis. Okay. Erin, we try to pack in everything that we possibly have learned yeah, over all these years. No, really, we try to take the most, you know, our combined knowledge over the, you know, as long as we've been practicing and really taking the most impactful things um, that we think are easy, accessible ways to, to help clients. Um, oh. And so I think blood chemistry is a huge one. I mean, we've all taken, you know, hormone classes and gut classes. And those are, they're all wonderful. But I think because people are um, so familiar and, and have blood work so accessible, um, it is really one of the ways we can get some quick information about yeah. clients. And so we're teaching that to um, an intro to, you know, blood chemistry to our CHPs. And then also Carly's going into hair tissue mineral analysis. I'll let her speak more to that. Yep. So blood, blood chemistry, we're kind of starting we started it off in our water module. So we're talking about how there, that's how all these things are transported through our body. Like mm. our blood, our transport highway <laughs> and our hair is like our storage unit. So what we have like in our car in the trunk on our highway is different from what we're going to have in our storage units. We're talking about the ways those correlate, the ways those are disparate. Um, and then in terms of blood chemistry, really just looking at the basic labs, everyone gets run by their normal doctor and just looking at them from a nutritional lens. Not like, oh, it's in the normal range. Cool, I'm good. Versus looking at what could be optimal. Maybe I need to hydrate a little bit more. Maybe work on my electrolytes. Oh, it looks like my gallbladder is a little stressed out. Maybe I should eat some beets. Stuff like that. Just giving them very actionable steps to take from blood work that are just super helpful in general. And based on like your blood count, your metabolic panel, your cholesterol test, your generic stuff that your regular doctor would order. And again, just a very, another very nice actionable way to help people that sometimes people are a little questioning <laughs> and they want to know what the basis is for your recommendation. And that is a really great way to give someone some buy-in that wants to see, oh, those look like my gallbladder is a little stressed out. I believe this paper from my doctor. I might not believe necessarily that my symptoms correlate, but they might take more stock in a blood test. And then HTMA, we're talking about 
the impact of our nervous system on our hair tissue mineral analysis results, electrolyte imbalances, mineral imbalances in general, and just overall like stress response in the body and how that's reflected there. So it sounds like you guys packed a whole lot of everything in here, but in a way that, I mean, (laughs) even just the way you're explaining it, it's, it's, these are complicated things, but I don't feel like it's complicated in the way that you break it down. Right. So how, what does this look like? I mean, how long is the program? Who is it for? You know, how can people sign up and go through this with you? And do you have to be a health professional to do this? Is this for anybody? I want to know all of those things. It is not only for health practitioners. It can be. Um, we have a variety of students. We, we have students that have come from MTA, IIN, um, and, and various, um, certification programs. And we also have people who are just there to learn for their own health. Um, that is the way I started, you know, all those years ago is I, I went to nutritional therapy, um, to learn that just because for my own knowledge, I had no intention of ever doing anything with it. And yet here we are the Lord's call and, you know, all, all that good stuff, but it's really for anybody. Um, we try to make it, like you said, with a lot of practical application and try to explain it well so that it is, um, reachable for, um, everyone. So there might be a little bit of repeat, you know, maybe in, in the food module for people, but most of it I would say is, um, it's going to be different, have a different angle because of the biblical lens that, um, we put it through. Um, but it is, but it is for anybody. It's nine, about eight to nine months long. Um, we are going to start our next round of it in October. We're going to open it back up in October. So we are going through our first cohort right now. Um, but the next, um, sign up date will be in the fall. If anybody is interested in joining us. Awesome. And is this, I mean, how reading intensive is this for people who, you know, are wanting to, is it, am I, is there required reading? Is this live videos? Is this, yeah. (laughs) So we have required readings for each module. Some of them are different. Like some of them have one book, others may or may not have three or four. Okay. Um, And we, so we have required readings and we have recommended readings. So for like super nerds or we, they get through the required reading, they can have, they can read the book, like these uh, extra books that we also used in terms of like our own knowledge and things we think are super helpful, but aren't required for the course. So it's comprised of written lessons. So we have like a full fleshed out version of each module all written out into these like really pretty documents that our awesome graphic designer put together. And then we have a slideshow that we share for each part of each module. And Chelsea and I kind of have a conversation about that that part of the module over zoom and present the most important concepts. So we have kind of like the fleshed out version. Then we have more of like the bullet points version, you know, the amount of bullet points may vary based on the subject matter, (laughs) like the digestion video that is a still. And so we have that we have required readings and we have, so we have video presentations written and reading. So kind of based on someone's learning style. Those are kind of the, the keys of the curriculum. And then we also have a weekly Q&A Zoom, one hour with Chelsea and I, where we answer any questions any of the students might be having. And then there's a quiz every month um, on the modules material that was covered that month. That's awesome. It sounds, I mean, I'm like, I want to know, I want to know everything that you guys are reading and I want like just a whole list and <laughs> I want to, I want to be part of those conversations where you're masterminding it all. I love it. It sounds, fun. <laughs> sounds a, like a lot of fun. Yeah. I just think there, this is so important. So the last question I'm going to ask you guys is 
you know, typically when I end podcasts, I'll say, you know, if you give one piece of advice to spark someone toward wholeness, what would it be? And I think because you've both been on the show before and because we're talking about something different, I would love to know if you could give one piece of advice from both of you that would spark someone toward integrating spirit, mind, body, what would that be? You go first, Carly. (laughs) I just think, I mean, this is me being a total mush ball. That's technical term. I just think leading, leading with like leading with love and leading with your heart. I really don't think that that can steer you wrong, especially if you're in relationship with the Lord and you're aligned with him and his heart. And your goal is to be holy and to be more like him. If you're leading with your heart, you won't be led astray and you won't lead others astray. I think that's it's just ultimately recentering yourself, grounding yourself in him every single day, surrounding yourself with his word and with beautiful things so that you can outpour love onto others. I feel like that's the best way to spark both yourself and others to wholeness. I think that's ultimately what, why we do what we do is to help people get there. And so that's the way that I approach it could be different for others. I would say, um, just what's coming to me is get outside, take a walk, and get in the sunshine, um, look in nature, have appreciation, you know, mm-hmm. for your body that you can move. Thank yeah. the creator for it. It's just such an, a beautiful way to, um, connect with the Lord. Um, and just being in his provision. And then again, once you, you really start learning about how all these things, um, increase your health, it is just amazing. But I, I simply think, you know, cause like you said, you, you know, it's hard to step away, like make yourself step away, get outside. And it's just, it's such a wonderful, have a sun break, as I would say, the sun mm-hmm. and the sun, you know, the sunshine and then the son of God and just, and thank the Lord for all of your blessings. And I, I think that's a, a beautiful way to do it. I love that. Yeah. And it's a great time of year to do that too. We're having, yes. we have sunshine now and heat. <laughs> so nice. I love it. Yeah. So, um, okay. What, what is the website for the school of Christian health and nutrition and how can people, you know, follow you guys and learn more about what you're doing and if they want to just kind of keep getting mm-hmm. hints that maybe they should try it out. Yeah. Hints. So mm-hmm. at so the Instagram is at Christian nutrition school and the website is christiannutritionschool.com and there are ways that you when you click on there you can go to like the full like graphic page that has all the information about the cohort and all the different module topic covers as well as a way to join the wait list if somebody's interested they'll just be put on the email list to be no- notified when enrollments are are out and we do our our informational webinar and all that good stuff yeah awesome. and if you want to get some kind of sneak peeks into how Carly and I teach and the topics that we like to learn out about. We have quite a few um, podcast episodes together on my podcast, the Christian Health Club podcast. Um, And I talk a lot about a lot of these topics um, kind of weave throughout the different episodes over the years. You can, if you go back to the beginning, you can, you can kind of see my evolution of as I'm learning all of these things and um, everybody's kind of learning with me. It's just been a really neat journey to have unfold, but that'd be a good place to see Kind of with the kind of teachers that we are, um, we're very jokey and I think easy. <laughs> we're, we're definitely not <laughs> stiff. And yeah, <laughs> yes, me and my anal- analogies, all of the analogies about cars and highways and trucks. <laughs> and <all laughs> <sorts of> stuff. <laughs> anyway, so that would be a good place um, to find out more, you know, about the topics that yeah. we teach. And that kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. 
Yeah, but both of you have such a great way of taking these complicated concepts and breaking them down so that people are like, oh, oh, I can do that. It's not that, it's not that hard. This is this is a simple switch, right? Because with all of the information we have, we we make it more complicated than it is. So I am so excited that you guys are doing this. And um, I can't wait to see how it unfolds even more. So thank you again for being on the show to share. Thank you. I think I heard a bark. Is that a bark? (laughs) Perfect timing. (laughs) Yeah, that's There we go. Well, thank you again. Thank you, Erin. You're the best. Have a great day. The tiniest spark leads to the biggest blaze. And I hope that today's episode sparks you on a journey to healing and wholeness. Thanks for listening to Sparking Wholeness. For more information on what I do and my coaching programs, or maybe just to reach out and say, hey, find me at sparkingwholeness.com or on Instagram at sparkingwholeness. Have a fabulous week.